Oh, man. All right. Welcome, everyone, to Ashes Pathfinders, uh, episode 74, Leak Talk. That was uh, <laughs> That's the current title for this stream. It was going to be something else, and I was uh, vetoed by my mods. They were like, Sam, you might want to rethink that. I was like, okay, okay, good point, good point. Um, this is close to Leet Talk, because this is... <laughs> Yeah, anyway, I'm going to leave that. <laughs> so um, I got to give a shout out real quick before I introduce my guest. We have a new Patreon supporter over on Patreon, a uh, new patron by the name of Robert. Just want to give you a shout out, homie. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the support. I appreciate that. And just, you know, to anybody who wants to, you can go. It's an option if you want to support the show and all the content that I produce, etc. Not expected, required, pressured ever at all. But thank you. With that being said, I'm going to introduce my guests. No. Faisal, welcome back. How you doing? Hey, all right, I'm right. <laughs> Mackie, how you doing, homie? Hey, guys. Good. Good. Pacha. Hey, what's up, guys? And Pacha today, no promoting of shit that isn't. <laughs> you know, when you were no. introducing us, I was about to read the copy pasta. No. <laughs> Big no. Who is it gonna be today? No, no. I just I got I feel like I gotta put you in timeout sometimes or this something. Dream like, it's enough. G fuel. <laughs> oh god. And then uh, last but not least, Wondering Miss, welcome back, friend. Hello. Oh, my goodness. Hello, everybody. Oh, man, chat is lit today. Are we really talking about manscaping in chat right now? Yes, manscaped. <laughs> the uh, best to, to anyone listening to this uh, on all the, the podcast places, uh, that's what happens. You know, you're going, wait, what's going on, chat? You should be here Sunday, 5 p.m. CDT, live clockwork every week. We've got some fun discussion points, and we've also got some videos to share. Four, actually. And we could thank Steven for that. He dropped two in the AOC discussion yesterday, and he dropped two today, kind of in different places. But they made it on the AOC discussion uh, in Discord as well. Welcome to everybody here in chat. Thanks for joining us, Pathfinders, and let's get started. I had a discussion point. Um in the past week with some uh, of my members here on my channel. And it was really funny because there was a, a release video for Unreal 5. And I don't know if you all have seen this. We're not going to showcase that to anybody who hasn't. Definitely encourage you to go check it out. So if you don't know already, Ashes of Creation is going to be using the Unreal Engine. Why this is an important point of discussion is because currently the game plan has been Unreal 4, which is what a lot of people use if they're using the Unreal Engine, right? And so Unreal 5 is coming out 2021. It seems like they got a, like for the first, what is it, million? I don't have the number on hand, but I know for the first million it sells, I believe they don't take any cut. So that's mm -hmm. kind of a big plus for anybody <clears throat> making a game in Unreal using the engine. But Steven has always said they want to use, you know, the most you know, up-to-date tech for uh, for this particular game, right? So... With that being said, one would hope some might expect, maybe some don't, that we could get Unreal 5. But if you haven't seen the video, wow, man. Just wow. Have you all seen yeah. it? Yeah, it I've seen crazy. the yeah. I've seen the video. Uh there's one thing though that I have to say about Unreal 5. Especially, well, any in any engine like showcase videos, the tech demos they do, 
is that you got to be careful because it looks great, looks fantastic, but so does every cinematic for any game. And so does every scripted, <laughs> rendered for three months video on a quantum computer through that engine. And it's like, oh my God, it's fantastic. Look at all the triangles there are in this in this video. And this, yeah. it's like... But didn't they say that it was running uh, on a PS4? Or uh, PS5? PS5. PS5. Yeah, they said PS5. PS5. So, yeah. So, so it's not like it's out of the realms of what it should be. No, but at the same time, no matter the engine, I feel like the graphics aren't like... The engine allows you to use the most of a GPU, right? If your GPU right. can run it, then it works. Like, But at the same time... Uh, if my RTX 2070 Super can, can't even run that game, because let's be honest, those graphics, I wouldn't be able to run a game like that. Uh, then, like, what's the point? Like, mm-hmm. where's the hype? I can understand it. And the fact that, like, uh, Unreal 5 is coming out in 2021, even though it's going to be the most current tech, we always also got to remember that... Um, Graphic engine, like game engines, they it's relatively easy mm-hmm. to develop them and to upgrade them. Not so much for games. Like I don't know many, many games that run on Unreal 4 because they're still in, like the biggest ones are still in development. So like by the time Ashes Creation comes out, Unreal 6 will probably be announced or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Um they're doing a uh, overhaul with uh, Blade and Soul at the moment to Unreal Four, and even All that, right. yeah, Ooh. even that is uh, a task in itself. So I don't, I don't really see Ashes. I can see them probably trying to implement some of the tech mm-hmm. into their into their game uh, slowly, but mm-hmm. an over like an overhaul of the engine itself. <clears throat> I don't think that's uh, going to be financially viable. Also, whether they should or not is. Because a new engine, when it comes out, it's going to be buggy as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they right. might not even want to. We A, we don't know when it's going to be uh, publicly available. Mm-hmm. And B, yeah. we don't know what condition it's going to be in when it's publicly available. And for a brand new studio, I wouldn't want to pin all of my hopes and dreams for my only game on a potentially buggy and incomplete um game engine I, yeah. i'd much rather go for the safer route even though it might not look as good right yeah. yeah and i think it's important to note as well that um we're here for an mmorpg and mmorpgs in unreal 3 are like they they don't work they're they they're it's horribly optimized for unreal 3 like for mmorpgs i mean unreal 3 Mm-hmm. Uh, for Ashes Creation, Ashes Creation, they're basically using using like the graphics capabilities of Unreal Four, but they're basically they said that they were like completely rewriting the the back end, the, the back end, the back of end. It to be able to run it. If they go to Unreal Five, what's like? There's always a cost and benefit uh, like equation you got to do. Like you got to think about this and. Would they have to do the bat to do like redo the back end all over again if they're moving to Unreal 5? And that would be like a year and a half of development more. Yeah. If it makes sense yeah. for the game, I, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but if, mm-hmm. if the benefit you only see is like, if only the 1% of really sort of top-end hardware running players even see a benefit from it, then what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like if only the people who are able to play are like the same people who were able to play Crisis when the game first came oh out, then what's, <laughs> then what's the point? Like, it's not going to bring any real new business for a gigantic delay. Wow. And if... Mm. If people really do see <laughs> Sim is like, God, I'm old. <laughs> For those of you who are here previously, you, you couldn't have been what? listens enough. Look, I was going to say, I'm actually smiling because that was a point I was going to bring up. It's a really good point, which was that the tech, like technologically, there were a lot of capabilities that we didn't really have a lot. Like most people were not going to have the hardware, hardware to actually like run that game like hardware software any of it like it was ahead of its time which was cool because you knew that you could always like upgrade your computer the game would look even better and better uh but how many people are going to actually be able to do that and when you look at an mmo you want you want your player base to be able to play it and actually run it yeah right so which just, is one of the reasons why wow worked so well it could run on a potato yep and still can <laughs> yeah still can <laughs> even though I, I don't know, this was some years back, but it's still on YouTube. You can find uh, somebody had recreated a bunch of the WoW zones in Unreal 4, and they look yes. so they look, good. Yeah. They look fantastic. Phenomenal. I've seen those. I think they did Westfall mm. and a part of Goldshire. They, and stuff did, like that. they yeah. did. Yeah, it looks incredible. Yeah. And if they did the entire game like that, then that would be just... I mean, if they um, ported it would never WoW happen. over to Unreal Four, I would, I would play WoW again for sure. I know, like, lots I would, of people uh, would. Yeah, yeah. But Classic. They released. haven't done it. It's probably because they're like, it's just not worth it. The cost and benefit of it. Mm-hmm. You got a lot no. of people who are playing on like their their grandfather's potato that he's not using anymore. So, like, if it goes on Unreal Four, they're gonna lose like half of their player base. What, Mackie? And they're just gonna. What are you laughing at? You're, he's like <laughs> laughing his ass off up there. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I totally next, didn't put uh, anything in the chat. Episode title. Is it real? God bless, dude. And All right. Cheryl said something in chat. You can also get so caught up in implementing yeah. the latest and greatest as you're developing that you never actually release. Start the yeah. Star Citizen <laughs> Syndrome. It, it really we is. We don't want that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they already have a delayed... Um, what is What's it? wrong, Sam? At this moment, I don't think adding more to it is going to help. Yeah. <laughs> this is Plus, like... the game already looks beautiful. Like, it, it looks oh, future-proof yeah. for a long while. It, it does. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, yeah. I feel like I just... This is like... This is totally relevant, but I feel like I just need to stop introducing you guys as my guests and, like, call you my <laughs> treasured trolls. <laughs> <laughs> and on the panel today, I have my treasured trolls. Faisal, Mackie, Pacha, <laughs> and Wondering <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, uh, it was a good point though, because the big back end architecture of all that they had to rebuild, you know, that that's the thing that was worrying me was like, uh, but you know, in my mind, I'm going, that would be sick. It like, it's great to think that way. But I was asking in, in chat, T elf had mentioned there was a question on social media. I haven't seen this myself, but that maybe. He had uh, addressed it and saying possibly it's something they're contemplating. Um, yeah. Yeah, he did. I mean, yeah. Yeah. If, if you think about it logically, like they would make some capacity to upgrade to the Unreal Engine 5 
but like it's not going to be a direct thing because they've already put a lot of time and effort working on the backend system mm-hmm. and they don't they still don't have alpha 1 yet technically <laughs> <laughs> so mm-hmm. so switching the engines off and turning it to another engine um is is a little bit not realistic in a sense yeah i feel like an upgrade to unreal 5 down the road when when unreal 5 itself isn't a really good like you know as as bug free as is possible state um mm. considering that they have so many things that are custom that they're using with unreal right that are kind of their mm. own uh so <laughs> which you have to for an mmo you got it yeah, yeah. cuz they like unreal 4 is so unfriendly for any kind of multiplayer game you have to completely redo yeah. the back end every game has had yeah. to do that which is why studios like blizzard choose to just make their own engine because in some ways that's easier yeah, or like blizzard blizzard they, online. they did their own their, they did their own engine true crap yeah i heard that the um unreal engine 5 will be exclusive for the playstation for a period of time then it will switch that's to possible other... yeah I mean, it's that's epic. the sort of thing that Tim Sweeney would do, honestly. Yeah, I mean, you know, he was bragging the about the hardware signature. as well. Fucking mm. bastard! I hate him. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I really do hate. I I hate Jeez. Epic so much. I hate that they own Unreal Four. It's feels or bad. just the Unreal Engine. It it does feel bad. I it feel does. bad for everybody who uses it. I it, I feel as bad because I'm I, I'm not I'm not gonna like really pick a side here, but it just feels bad when there's like so much hate for like Unreal and and yeah. or not Unreal but Epic Games really is where I'm gonna go with this. But you remember Unreal Tournament? Like I played the absolute. I played so much Unreal Tournament. Oh my god, me too. So much of it. Like I, I used to like love just the Unreal Engine. I've always been a fan of it. It was something when I when I found out that Ashes was going to be using it, I was like, oh hell yeah! Because from my experience, so many good times on that engine. And so I was like, you know, an MMO with Unreal Engine, I could see it working. Uh, but then mm-hmm. you know, with Epic Games and all the stuff, and a lot of the a lot of discussion points that tie into especially games like Fortnite and stuff like that. Um, you know, which I, I've had a lot of discussions around, you know, things up at Epic Games and, and the, you know, with the, the employee perspective and all of that stuff. And, you know, yeah, you're still, you know, at this point, you're talking about a AAA studio now. So, I mean, how know. would you guys react if since uh, it's Epic that makes Unreal? Um, how would you guys react that if Ash's creation becomes so popular or like they they like make a projection that it's going to be ex- extremely popular. They make Intrepid sign a contract that they have to launch through the Epic Games launcher for oh, a year exclusive. God <laughs> damn it. No. Oh, Why? Why did oh. you do this? The amount of backlash they get from that. Oh, that's is... uh, blood pressure. <laughs> that's honestly, honestly. I'm going to go see my doctor. I'll be back. For the European... <laughs> For the European region, I would look at be, like them launching an Epic is way better than uh, oh yeah, than me.com. My, my.com. Yeah, yeah, so, makes sense there. Yeah. I would I would yeah, argue sure. against that personally, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is like I hate it. I am willing to hear. <laughs> Side topic, just with with the whole sort of um, Unreal Engine five and the. Uh, released the, the PlayStation 5 showcase. You know what really just boggled my mind was that Tim Sweeney made a point of um, basically bragging about the storage in the uh, 
PlayStation 5, saying it was going to be the fastest storage and the fastest SSD. SSDs, as if that right. makes any difference at all. Well, but like, that's, that's, that's marketing. That's how you influence the sheep people. It's, also, no, it's smart that they people, don't. we realize that they're using an SSD that can be put in any hardware. <laughs> it does. But who the hell can... Oh, I just... I just want to clarify something real quick. Faisal, did you say the sheep people? Yeah. <laughs> all right yes, fair did. fair fair i just wanted to make sure I heard come that on right. come on sim <laughs> they fall for oh. marketing so hard after studying yeah. business i realized how how gullible people when it comes to marketing <laughs> oh that's the game industry in a nutshell i mean yeah yeah you just talked to me about a new mmo and like i already bought the founders pack and like <laughs> One thousand dollar, three hundred pack, and it never releases. No, it never releases. Pot just releases and then gets gets sucked. Yeah, Pot just like early access. Let's get early access. Yeah, my God. So let's let's go ahead and let's just. I I think it's really important right now that we have (laughs) a moment of silence. We're gonna go ahead and mute our our microphones and have a literal moment of silence for. All of the really toxic people that hated on ashes, like very different than people who had constructive criticism, but a moment of silence for the super toxic people who truly hated on ashes of creation when apocalypse was out taking whether or not it was a positive, a good decision, bad decision. We're going to put that aside and talk about the, the literal dark crusade of some who were like, it's not an MMO, they're liars, this and that. They're never going to have anything to show that looks like an MMO. I mean, literally, right? Let's take a moment of silence, and we have four clips for you today, right? I'm going to put it right over the camera and just t- make use of the whole screen for wa- for those watching. And um, I'm going to mute myself out as well, and I'm just going to play them in order uh, that they were released. So the first one is essentially like Steven running around on a female tank character, Second one is him at the uh, character creation, uh, which is you'll find a little humorous, his choice of tank names. Uh, the third one is him running around. This was released today. Uh, him running around. The other two were yesterday. But today with uh, the third one is him running around on the, the male tank character. And then the fourth one also released today was, um, well, him looking at some crafting stuff. So, right. I'm going to go ahead and blow that up and enjoy. Okay, so I'm just going to point out one thing before I let everybody here kind of dig into it, right? Was there was a discussion point that some of us here in my own community had some time back. I was doing playthroughs of The Witcher 3. <clears throat> and we, I was running around. We were just like really really all enjoying how beautiful the landscape looked like the weather was great mm-hmm. the sunsets though man the sunsets and sunrises in that game are beautiful and i was like man mm-hmm. i was like how amazing would it be if we get something similar to that in ashes so I, clearly we don't know what we're gonna get yet but i'm it's just getting like it but when we were sitting there at the when steve was making the little tanker face guy um, in the, the, the character uh, selection creation area, right in the background, I saw that sun and I was like, oh, that's some Witcher 3 vibes right there, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know what we're going to really get, but bacon. if it's even close, oh, bacon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bacon's good. <laughs> bacon is very good. 
Like yeah. I remember when I played Witcher 3 a long time ago, I was like talking to my friends about how much I would love, like just from the environment, you know, just from the beginning when you're uh, looking for that griffin in the nest and you're just like investigating what happened in the griffin's nest. And I was just like riding through the woods and all that. And I just remember being like, how cool would it be to have an MMO in a, wor- in a world that beautiful? That would be so cool. There are some yes. things that I'm not a big fan of uh, from things in The Witcher. Like the trees are kind of small compared to like your character in some areas. But like it still looks gorgeous. And I love the color scheme they're going for. And from what I'm seeing of Ash's creation, it looks like that. But better because, you know, the trees are gigantic and I feel like a dwarf. I love big forests like that. Ball is beautiful. DJ, there was a <laughs> DJ Veritek, of course, with the Golden Feather podcast is in chat hanging out for those who don't know or can't see mm-hmm. since you're in the other places uh, where this is going later. But yeah, he, he was like, I saw a bald, bald option and he at me and I'm like, look, bald is beautiful, friends. If you're look, if you're experiencing balding, embrace it, shave it, right? Yeah, yeah I prefer it's big gotta be Sparkly, right. shiny. Yeah, Lightbringer stuff right there, baby. That's all I have to say. Hey, oh, if we get some like goves coming off, like just shining and bouncing <laughs> no, no, off the bald head. I mean, oh yes, like you just like Woo! lean and you like apply blind effect on your enemy. <laughs> they're, they're, they're healing resistance. All that blind that we've seen in the previous video, it just bounces off the head and just crashes everybody. <laughs> Fear the crusades lied. <laughs> oh my god. That's right. That's right. Because it's true. Because it's true. Lights justice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love it, man. Like honestly. You get a though, discount at my harem. Really? What kind of Oof. discount are we talking about? Like a bald discount. No, but like Both how much? Count. Like you 10, 20, 15, 30%? 15. 20. Oh, shit. 20? 20. Uh, 20 is almost a quarter. Do we can negotiate uh, on 25 or 30? Thoughty? Okay, it's cool. 20%. I'm not going to push my luck. 20% significant. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, but you know what, man? Okay. There was, I know Mackie, now I'm just going to like tie this in. You had tweeted too, I remember, had tweeted out and you said, you saw this, 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 and this. You saw a bunch of oh, options. Oh, yeah, there. yeah. You made some notes around the options and yeah. clearly not not everything. Notes. Okay, let's discuss. What were some of your Ooh. thoughts around that? So I, when you, when they, <laughs> when they tweeted that out, I had to like screenshot it and then zoom in. What's happening? Um. So there's the four races. We have the cleric, the mage, the tank. Uh, then we have two genders. We have three head options, three hair options, and one bald. Six beard options, and one for none. Uh, they also have the show helmet box, so you can check and uncheck that. Missed it. And um, they have the racial lore and the class description in that in that um, video, which is that. amazing. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I'm cool. I'm kind of skeptical on is the lack of melee. Mm. Other than that, what, what do you mean melee? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Because we have two range classes and then one oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. oh okay well that's because they haven't they haven't actually... spelled off the fighter at all. Mm-hmm. 
like the, the next so one curious. to come up would be the the ranger right that'd be the next the next one that they were looking at bringing in i think so yeah which i'm looking forward to i mean ranger is like what i want to do yeah um, <laughs> i wonder if they're gonna like nerf it a little bit because an alpha zero is ridiculous oh yeah uh, well, was it the yeah. stealth freaking blow you up man clerics are pretty op too but good rangers should yeah, be OP. Was op cleric was op in a1 no it was I will okay. make the bots you OP. from across the continent, <laughs> and Look then I will dab on your family. You say a couple of things, Fine. and everybody start taking. They start siding with their class archetypes they prefer already. Look at that. <laughs> I'm gonna be a bring, ranger. Bring it on, guys. Bring it on. Pacha looks like a ranger. Right? I, I, there you go. You know, he's scared of uh, upfront combat. Oh. <laughs> oh. What the fuck? Say to me. Yeah, but I have a, I have a bat that I can hit you with. I saw that, man. Oh my god, that's so I good. will write the poetry that will inspire you not to attack me. <laughs> uh, I, I, I just win. Man. And well, as they say in that, <laughs> as they do in that um, Family Guy episode, where they, they got the Englishman who talked them out of leaving the pub. <laughs> So yeah, let's talk a little bit about the character creation. Um, Maki, like you, you made a list of all those things. And one thing I noticed, and I know we're super early in development, but it's the lack of sliders. And yeah, I mean, boob and schlongs, like you need, (laughs) you need that in a game. No, but seriously, like sliders. um, We have seen that. Cyberpunk 20. We don't have them yet. Uh, I they said like I know Steven said it was gonna like it's gonna be coming like uh, it should be as in depth as BDO and all that stuff. Um, but I was kind of hoping we'd see something like that. Like maybe not not anything big, but maybe just like see a few iterations of it. Just because didn't they say that the character creator itself would probably be out with Alpha One? Uh, uh, I don't remember that mm. being said. I remember he he specifically said he wanted the character creation to come before the game so we could play around yeah. with it. Like, let me check here. Kind of know. like a standalone where we could save our templates and kind of re- yeah. and load them into the game when it but came I think out. you said something about uh, that and Alpha Maybe, one and maybe closer before. to like Alpha 2? Okay, so I'd, I'd say that's probably there is alpha, a chance no, that the character two. creator may be released before Alpha One. I mean, technically, we <laughs> Matt, have. He's like, nah. <laughs> technically, we have. It's just not very complete. Yeah, it's early I know that. There's I mean, just a couple of heads. He said so. it's gonna, yeah, I mean, compared to what? <laughs> what? What does it mean by heads? By the way, <laughs> heads one, two, and three. What? What is that? <laughs> I mean, I know it. it is it an 18 plus stream, Sam? I really. <laughs> I mean, we already talked about spraying. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I'm like, I kind of like want to know, but I kind of think I'm going to ask what Mackie's laughing about later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, like, I know. I'm not <laughs> seeing a character creator. I'm just, I'm just thinking like, I don't consider that a character creator because even though it is one technically, it's not even like 2% of what he mm-hmm. wants to have in the actual game. If you mm-hmm. want something to be close or beyond BDO, you can't have just 
like even if it's like 30 options for different hair for like different head shapes you can't have that you need sliders you need to be able to really like play with the nose and play with the nostrils and all that my cons one of my concerns with the character creator as it is right now or character sheet whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. uh is the lack of skin tones so yeah. they've only shown mm. shades of white that's racist I guess I guess I just don't really I guess I'm just not not really too hung up on any of that because I don't really expect to see that yet anyway. Yeah. I mean I mean the only thing that they ever showed us were dwarves and elves and humans. And they're usually pale. Uh, I mean the but, elves were but they're humans, showcasing but... the Veiloon and the Veiloon are mm. the uh They're Middle, Middle Eastern. Eastern. Middle Eastern. I mean, Eastern. Yeah. I think, so they need I to be a little more sure uh, Kickstarter. No. This is an ESO. No. <laughs> what about the Kickstarter? I got lost. Um, I remember there used to be an image of a fire with a different st skin tone. So I would assume there were the fire such things. There so... was. I, I remember that too. Yeah. yeah. The only reason I bring that up, and it's not a race thing, it's just in certain yeah. games they apply the same skin tone over a race and it looks off mm -hmm. if, if if you guys go to the kickstarter page and you go to the animated gif it shows you like four classes and the fighter class shows you of a darker color mm -hmm. uh, person so i'll just you yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's just testing so later on in the character creator you know it could come I I just would have liked, like Pacha said, a mm. little bit more an option yeah. there. And another thing that I I really really liked was the fact that the female uh, avatar looks a little better now than it did in Apoc. <laughs> like there's a little bit more of a natural like stance to it. So before it was really stiff. Look, man, you're not going to change my mind. They all look creepy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the, the eyes still need work, but... Oh, the death eyes? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. God, I love the death eyes. I actually Steven's, thought that... Uh, go, go on ahead, go on ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, Steven's character in that um, that trailer uh, reminded me of uh, King Emmerich from ESO a little bit. Oh, I did look a little bit like that. Mm. Interesting. Like, very no noble-like. The noble mate gotta give it to Steven for all like the RP value of his dialogue in those man. <laughs> he never fails to entertain me when he's chatting like that. I don't know, you know that's, that's the DM at that is concerning. Yeah, you know what you know what I thought the best part is about all four of those clips though? Was that mm -hmm. we got to see snapshots. Like we got to see him like excited about the game again. Like it him kind of just digging yeah. in and having fun and nerding out a little bit and stuff that I think a lot of people were kind of missing out on for a large part of 2019. So I was like really good. But yeah, uh, so definitely we got some community questions coming up, but I definitely want to make sure we hit on things. There was there was a little bit around like fishing, which I was a little, it was a little funny. Getting to see fishing, getting to see him picking mm -hmm. up herbs, getting to see that looting, whatever that shard was. I was like, what is that? What we got there? Is that like a yeah, what, what that is? <laughs> I'm I mean, guessing. honestly, all of it made me so, so happy. Mm -hmm. All that footage we just saw, like, no matter how unpolished it may look, no matter the <laughs> flack I gave it for the character creator, I am 
so happy with the fact that like he's showing us a lot of footage right now and it's it's just so nice we get to see the game and like i said it in the past stream in the last stream that we had like i'm just so mm-hmm. happy with the fact that we're seeing stuff now yep and it's mm-hmm. even though it's only snippets of the gameplay it looks really smooth like for alpha it's it's not like it's majorly glitching out or any sort of major graphical bugs it mm. looks really good and really smooth gameplay oh yeah. yeah definitely there were a few things i i guess i overlooked mm-hmm. when they were doing playthroughs before but uh, i had to pause it every now and then so like when you're when you're uh, attacking the mob there's a buff and debuff below it showing yep. like what's happening there mm-hmm. and then underneath the skill bar there's a xp uh tracker or a a level tracker yeah so I, I really like that like i didn't notice that before so uh i'm glad they had a h almost like a hd video to, <laughs> to stop mm-hmm. and look at that stuff yeah yeah he's making me want to go back to using my widescreen for gaming again i've got it like right here but i usually use this one and i'm just going <laughs> ah it doesn't it, yeah. it doesn't stream as well though either so mm-hmm. it's just not as until until like twitch or other streaming platforms make it towards a little bit of a better like fit to do that i'm just kind of stuck doing that's okay i'll be i'll be so happy when i can upgrade my monitors to 1440p because oh, that looks so good oh yes mm-hmm. mm, beautiful but going back to the the gameplay just the the mage there um one one thing about it that still um concerns me a little bit is and i think we talked about this before i think mackie you brought it up is the when he's channeling that big aoe um i don't know whether it like invulnerable almost well there was there, there definitely is, and I noticed this before, and you saw it again in the gameplay there, that there is an evasion, like a passive evasion stat, mm-hmm. RNG stat, that he has no control over. I don't know whether that automatically procs when you start casting those big spells, like it gives you that little bit of breathing room, or it just happened to work in his favor that one particular time, um, and whether you can interrupt that in any way. So that that would be interesting to see. Uh, I would hope from, it would be upon activation. Well, so the, that you have like a yeah, so you have like a little window to kind of work with that skill. Possibly, because mm. actually, somebody on the forums did was asking like how the dodging like evasion will work with tab targeting versus action combat, and I went back and on the wiki there is a quote from Steven saying that there will be uh, abilities with, like evasion abilities that have iframes on it. So I don't know if that's going to play into that at all and whether there'll be iframes on those big long cast times or not. Um, another thing that I've noticed is that uh, in one of the videos, Steven is playing as tank and he use, he's using abilities to switch between weapons like the mace where he slams yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm clearly okay with it, but I was just wondering how that would that would work. Is that skill based on a two-handed weapon? Uh like that does he have to have uh hold 
a two-handed weapon in order to use that skill, or is he just using random skills to show off in that video? Um, that's that's one question I wanted to know, and uh, I'm okay with this because in Elder Scrolls Online they kind of do this with some of the abilities. Um, I forgot which one, which movie was where he he usually throws a spear. Uh, and, Templar uh, ability. It, yeah, the Templar. Yep. Javelin. Templar Binding Javelin. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever so Javelin. you would either ha- holding two uh, two daggers or sword and shield mm-hmm. or whatever weapon and just use it. Mm-hmm. Um, the class ability. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, <clears throat> something that I guess we'll find out when they start to open up testing for... For sure. Well, not for PI, but mm-hmm. for um, everyone else, all the plebs. Oh come on, man! <laughs> because Yo, because Sam, it's gonna be under NDA, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I was I was curious though when he went around that corner of those ruins. One of the birds was a guardian of the underrealm. I was curious if uh, the other races will have some type of quest or something like that to have to access the underrealm. Hmm. I, I imagine that'll be something probably later down the line in the story. They won't want you to go there straight away. That'd be pointless. Mm-hmm. It'll be, yeah, later on once mm-hmm. everything else is established. Just going back to uh, Faisal's comment about the weapon swapping, I'm just having a look <laughs> at it again now, and it literally, he had his two-handed weapon, and he pressed one ability, I think it was Onslaught, and it immediately swapped to sword and shield and just um there seemed to be no kind of like cooldown or anything associated with that it was just a straight straight swap which makes the combat odd to be yeah. honest <laughs> i oh at least there was nothing on the ui for it i don't know yeah I mean, whenever I see this footage, um, even like abilities or anything, um, it's kind of like so early to tell that I still feel like they're just like adding, like putting stuff as placeholders. Uh, So like even the UI, uh, all the abilities that they've been using, even the effects of those abilities, I feel like they're so subject to change until we're really later in the alpha one test when they need to really start optimizing when like a hundred players do that, uh, that skill he did with the Griffins and 90% of us crash and the servers burn. (laughs) (laughs) So like maybe they're going to tune that down, even though it looks awesome. I feel like it's all placeholder. It's all like single player ready. I feel like until you have a Mm. lot of players doing it at the same time. Yeah, the other thing there about you go, the, guys. Everybody spam that. Mm, well, no. The other thing about <laughs> the abilities too is I think like uh, you know what the they were talking about in the last live stream was they're throwing a bunch of things together just to kind of test how things work together right now. So again, I imagine they're probably running around just throwing a bunch of different class abilities on their bars and kind of seeing what synergizes and how things work and what they like and what they don't. And yeah, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, makes sense. Like we're seeing we're seeing a change that they did recently. Uh, that in past footage we saw them when they were doing their AOE abilities. We had we'd always had that circle mm-hmm. around just like a telegraph, and in the video oh, yeah. we had now we had the telegraph that actually like moved and loaded yeah. as he did his spell. And I was really excited for this because I, I saw see that. that they're 
testing different things. So instead mm-hmm. of having a casting bar necessarily, you're going to see the effect itself, which yeah, is a nice cool. test. Yeah. That'd be very cool. That was really cool. I was like, oh, it's drawing a line. Oh, the room is yeah. making a line. I was like, ah. Yeah. It seemed like the... It's Wildstar. Oh. <laughs> so many bad references. We do not speak of that game. I never. <laughs> a I poor, never. poor game. Yeah. Which game? What Wildstar? <laughs> a moment of silence for Wildstar. F's in the chat. F's in the chat. Yeah, there is so actually. One of my, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, no, you're good. You're good. I was gonna say, uh, just to nitpick the uh, the footage again, when he's uh, walking towards those griffins, um, there's still lack of a uh, environmental impact. So as far as when he's walking, there's no water movement mm-hmm. around him, and there's no splashing. Same yep. thing with the griffins when they enter the water. There's no impact there. So that'll be one thing they need to work on. But that's just minor details. I'm. I, I nitpick like that. <laughs> yeah. Hold on a second. Which is fine. It's fine. If we don't nitpick nothing, then you'll never know if it's going to get fixed or not. So mm-hmm. True. And that, that's far, a like, major thing for immersion. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like what you just said with the water and your environment, it's kind of important. Just like when we saw the, the first live stream of the Alpha One and the shadows were like a mile away from the characters. <laughs> and it felt like we, they were just flying. Like, a, fl- yeah. like mm-hmm. a floating dwarf. There's nothing that made, that freaks me out more. Like I had nightmares <laughs> for two days. <laughs> no, you did not. So, <laughs> so like walking the water and seeing like the ripple effect in the water, like... You don't need to make the grass moves. Like I know that's really heavy on hardware or servers, mm-hmm. but like just like the water ripple effect can really improve the, improve immersion. Feel like your character is actually there mm-hmm. instead of yeah. you know a hundred meters in the air with his shadows that are not <laughs> nightmares again. Yeah, it's it's the small things like that that really sell the immersion. Yeah, and yeah, Sim, you should mm-hmm. totally just no. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I know, do it. I know. Pacha's like Pacha's like Pacha's like literally in this whole episode going. Well, if I can't like make false advertisements and stuff, then, I, then I'm just going to talk about how my well being is always being impacted. So guys, I just want to say that before every stream, Sim hits me around the face in a game, but it doesn't really happen in the game either. I'm just saying. God bless. Hey, oh, I dear. am a man of my word, but I never said I was going to do that. <laughs> Red and chat, I'm just saying. <laughs> Only if I say yes and I have not, I'll contemplate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think about it. <laughs> the stream is brought to you by the Pathfinder Society. Pathfinder Society. <laughs> is that what is that what's gonna happen? Where you go, you all are just gonna call yourselves the Pathfinder Society, and you're gonna troll me. Yeah, I'm down. I mean, okay. why not? That's fine. We'll be fine. something. I'll accept it. I'll accept we, that. We've all been on this show for like, long enough now. <laughs> we just need <laughs> some uh, <laughs> some hoods. We'll never be invited again. <laughs> um, so I'm seeking new no cast members. <laughs> So no point in Asha's, Asha's Not like pointing it's like 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 you know like monk hoods over our faces. Yeah. Like, like, has oil on his forehead with just, the light shining. Yeah. On. And we just natural it's natural enters a room. <laughs> <laughs> it's all natural. So secret handshake. Secret handshake. <laughs> <laughs> we should make a I don't know we should just it's gonna be hard to make one like when this is how we communicate 
But oh, I'm like, sure we can manage. <laughs> okay. We'll something out. Oh god, here we go. <laughs> Wait, yo, we have a careful. we have a top <laughs> secret <laughs> Pathfinder handshake. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. There you go. Moonroof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this show went completely off the rails. There you go. So why don't we talk a little bit more about Wildstar, everyone? <laughs> no. Actually, I, I want to ask all of you a question because I've I've just seen uh, a, it was an old quote, but it's yes, it happens that... to us. What? What? Okay. <laughs> um, so somebody in the Discord, it was actually Magic Man who asked this. He asked Stephen, "Is the pool?" Uh, ability so the tanking the pulling ability is that considered soft cc hence tab targeted and stephen mm. replied uh generally since it doesn't lock the opponent yes so in other words any kind of displacement where you pull or push uh a character away that's going to be a tab target ability because it's not in stephen's eyes hard cc I'm just wondering what your guys think about that in terms of gameplay for me as long as there is a diminishing return on it uh no matter the kind of cc then i'm fine with it yeah I'm completely fine with it yeah that's I mean, pretty as long as, like i'm not turned into like a football and <laughs> people play soccer with me like on a battlefield <laughs> you have like 12 tanks hey grab the pasha and everyone pulls oh back to the trauma <laughs> Just gonna have a stroke <laughs> mid fight. <laughs> oh, man. Like I guess it really depends on how long the cooldown is going to be and what's the range. So range I'm looks yeah. really long. Yeah, that's 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 where I'm at, like football time. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. Maybe it's um, not just connected to class abilities, but also like a secondary. Um, Ability like in ESO, they have the uh, the Fighters Guild line where you can uh, morph it into uh, a leash, similar mm -hmm. to uh, what the Dragon Knights have as well. So everybody mm -hmm. has Chains. access to a leash. Yeah, <clears throat> hmm. I'm cool with that. Yeah, that's the uh, Impel ability. I, went, I had to look it up because it's been a minute since. Uh, yeah, we looked at that one. Right, it does add a stun, adds damage over time. This is going back to what we had. Back in the day, if you know what I'm saying. Pepperidge right. Farm remembers. <laughs> just had to oh, find man. a way to kind of just kind of. I gotta find your sponsors, dude. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's just funny because I go to the wiki and I looked at the impel ability, and down below under references, that specific one is cited. The screenshot of it and everything. Hmm. Yeah. He yeah. also confirmed that mm -hmm. uh, summons will be able to use CC. Sex. So. I'm sorry. What? 12 oh, I'm okay. Star Trek. All right. Yeah, I feel bad for those zebra things. Nah, I don't feel bad for <laughs> lizards, dude. Yeah, they were just eating. And Steven's like, no. Lizard, man. <laughs> if it's got scales, it's open season. That's all I'd say. Snakes, Look, especially. Man. So that's any Tolnar? The lizards are food in my eyes. <laughs> I don't like snakes. Everyone knows I don't like snakes or anything that slithers or looks like it slithers. Uh oh. Oh, man. oh. And you, you play Elder Scrolls Online, which has a race of reptiles. And I don't like Argonians at all. 
I don't like them. No matter what anybody tells you, no. I might just be a Dunmer at this point. Oh, you, you haven't seen all the fan art of them. Not all. Oh, that. please don't. I'm good. <laughs> there's some don't. things. There's some things. There's some things that are just nah. That are just not meant to just be. Just nah. All right. You know what I want to do? I did mention to you all like not too long ago that I was going to be. I have another podcast that's forming, and. Mm-hmm discussion points like this where we start to veer off the rails i'm just gonna go let's put a flag in it friends i'll be talking about this there because this happens like all the time and every time i'm having yeah. a discussion about a game there's like this this moment like it happened last time steven was here too <clears throat> we were starting to yeah. get i could have gone off about some arcade man and just down down that rabbit hole for like half an hour of just kind of like oh, yeah, venting my frustration a long time in there. it's it's okay it's 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 kind of what happens we have to you get passionate <laughs> you talk about what you care about Exactly. Um, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. That's what's up, man. So, <laughs> oh, oh, can you do the entire next podcast in that voice, Sim? That'd no, it's taxing. It's taxing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Miss oh, just, you're, 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 I, he's apparently. here, but not. Uh-oh. All right. I'm going to, I don't, I don't oh, know, no. but, but don't leave, please. Uh, please don't he got, he got leashed he got he got impaled by someone <laughs> <laughs> oh wait wait and then you got oh, Maki no. over there now there we oh, go. we're talking God. about the ability we're not you all Maki I mean exactly it is an ability so. <laughs> oh my goodness yeah, yeah, for the ashes of creation tank it's okay. We'll look at your we'll look at your blue little avatar there for a little bit. Just don't leave the call because we know that I'll, I'll we had a conversation. It's almost like the world decided that they were gonna like test me today. Yeah. Yo, if you're trolling, it's not funny, dude. I'm just saying that it's okay. <laughs> Time out, right? He hey. got to go test his pulling. So I want to um hit on a few discussion points though, uh, that the Pathfinder community kind of dropped for us here. Um, some of them were actually off of the ashes of creation. Uh, they kind of like someone actually blur was the name of the person blur posted on the Pathfinder shows forum post and kind of had a couple questions. Bad pad who is here. Uh, we'll, we'll get to bad pad first since bad pads actually here, but there were some questions and I just kind of want to hear what you all think. Okay. We'll go with bad pads first. Bad pad said, I have a question topic for the stream. Uh, do you think that the cycle of the metropolis being destroyed and created is enough to retain players once the end game is reached? Won't it lack vertical progression and other fields of content like PVE to satisfy a diverse player base? Thoughts? Yes. Uh, I do not think it's going to be enough to retain players as long as we don't, if they don't develop more PVE encounters and more different kinds of content, I feel like it's going to turn into basically kind of a little bit what we had in Warhammer Online where people were just sieging castle and they weren't do like they weren't doing anything else they were just sieging castle or like Cyrodiil and ESO where we just like turn like dancing mm-hmm. around the imperial city all day and that's all we do uh and people mm-hmm. are going to get bored i personally will get bored unless they add some pve content or pvp modes stuff like that i think wow kind of like nailed it they had uh, different battlegrounds uh, when people were tired of like the 10v10 or the 8v8, they released Alterac Valley with 40v40 uh, or 20 versus 20. I don't remember. I think it was like 
40 v 40, but it was like really fun. It was fresh. It was completely broken, but it was fun and fresh. And I think that's what that's what we're going to need. We can't just have sieges as part of the end game. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Uh, something that Vertex said in chat, he said, seriously, I think uh, there will be plenty to do for certain types of people. Depending on uh, what group you fall into as a player or a gamer, you're going to find something that's going to entertain you for hours mm-hmm. and you're going to stay with it and you're going to rave about Ashes all day long. Same thing with PvP, like Pacha said. If you're a PvP, PvP player and you come into this game and there's literally only open world PvP to do, you're mm-hmm. going to get so bored. Because, mm-hmm. you know, killing the same person over and over or GVG in the same guilds over and over is going to get stale fast. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's just a matter of how much content they put into those areas of the game that'll keep people coming back and playing those those that content, but also adding uh, more dynamic and more aspects to those play styles. Yeah. But like, I kind of I do agree with most of your guys's parts. But like, the one thing I like disagree with a bit is when you say the content is being repeated. I get that you're sieging multiple cities, yes, but they're not going to be the same. In in a sense of okay, what type of node it is first of all, and second of all, what are the players that's behind that node? You're not going to have the same encounter PVP every time because they're different players. Depends how scripted the sieges are. Right. We're talking like uh, going back to WoW Wrath of the Lich King, the the PvP sieges Wintergrasp. Um, That was pretty much the same. Even though it was PvP, it was Mm. the same kind of formula and it played out pretty much the same every single time. If Mm. if that happens in Ashes, then it will get very boring very quickly. Yeah, totally Um, agree with Mist on that. Like you can have, you can, in the beginning, it's going to be exciting. Like it's going to be super, super exciting to like siege uh, a town, uh, whatever it is. You're going to be so excited because it's going to be new and fresh. But after people figure out strategies and tactics, then it's going to be pretty much cookie cutter. Like, oh, you got to do it this way to be more efficient uh, to take this city, or you got to do it this way. And then, you know, every now and then, those people will spice it up and be like, oh, no, let's wait and let's do this. But it it's still, the end result is still the same and it's going to keep going like a circle like Pacha says, it's going to keep going around in a circle. Mm. Yeah. The one thing I that know. I think will change that is um, bearing in mind that when different nodes get leveled up, it changes the dynamic of the entire world, the entire map, and mm. different instances and different world bosses will become available. I think that if they can nail that aspect of it, then there will be a a reason for people to keep playing. Yeah, for that's sure. that's more that's more PVE than PvP, mm-hmm. is it not? It's end game. So, right. Yeah. No matter yeah. the end game, they need to they need to give content and they need to make sure that people stick around. And right. as yeah. as Virtex said when Jeff like we're coding Jeffrey when he said there's no such thing as end game, I think I think I think I said it here already in the past. I think it's a lazy answer. Because endgame is a thing, and you can't say there is no endgame. No matter what your vision is, that like he said, like uh, no matter your level, you're going to be able to do the content and all that stuff. There is an endgame. And the endgame in my book is when I reached max level, 
I've tried all parts of the content. I'm at the end game. I'm at the end. I did everything. I did the horde mode. I did the sieges. I did the battlegrounds, if there are any. I did raids, groups. Uh, I mm -hmm. cleared areas. I explored the world. What is there for me to do? It's an MMO. You're not making me pay for a box cost. You need to keep me around for the next, like, for at least a year in terms of subs, sub time, so you can, like, make money off of me. So what are you going to do? Is it going to be housing? Housing it works for some people. It doesn't work for me. I love housing, but it's not my end game. I'm not going to mm -hmm. pay 15 bucks a month just for housing. It's something I will do in my free time. Maki, please don't do this face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, like two, two, I want to say the past two years for Elder Scrolls Online, literally with housing like, for me. Why do I always look at Maki here when I'm <laughs> talking, when I could just like look at Sim down here <laughs> who keeps a serious face? Try not to no, be blinded I, by I, the I, brightness I, off of the reflection on my head. Yeah, hand. I'm blinded by the Crusader light coming. <laughs> right, buddy. Yeah, but right. Uh, I get where you're coming from, Pacha, though. Like, like in, especially in Ashes, PvP is going to affect PvE. So, I mean, there's got to be, there's got to be something for everyone in, in the game. Mm -hmm. There is also another possibility, which is if they really go full pelt on the arena PvP, like the mm -hmm. static instance PvP, and if that really takes off, and the PvPers choose to do that more than the open world PvP, then that can potentially stall out the PvE content as well, because the PvE content relies on the sieges, the open world PvP, in order to change things up. So let's say, for instance, like like you said, the PvP arenas it will divide the PvP community in some way, right? Yes. So what if they they have the arenas change whenever a metro falls or whenever the seasons change? That arena goes away, and in order to uh, open up another arena, you have to change the world or you have to go through that seasonal change, and then you get a new arena. So that way it keeps things fresh, so mm -hmm. you're not running the same content over and over potentially but then if that was the case then you're essentially got into a situation where you're forcing people to do the open world pvp which they may not like uh in order to get what they want out of the instance pvp and i'm a firm believer that you shouldn't be forcing people to do things they don't want to do um true just to populate the world but you're forcing pve players to be in the world with pvp that they don't want to be people pvp that is true that is so true. you gotta it's a tit for tat so you can't always satisfy everyone but you have to keep to your vision of your game so you have to find a uh uh what's the word i'm looking for you have to balance balance but you also have to um compromise Oh, man. I'm glad we keep yeah, some of this in chat, man. Pacha, come on. I wish no, I could. I'm being uh, quiet over here, can I? Good, Pacha. <laughs> like, again, there's there's different play styles in the game. So if somebody wants to pay $15 for housing and to have their harem and bunny girls, let them. And if yeah. somebody wants to play fifteen dollars to go gang pacha all day, you know that that's fine too. <laughs> okay. I see what you, I see what you did there, Mackie. <laughs> I see what you did there. Nice tie-in. Nice tie-in to that forum post there. That's too funny. Uh -oh.
<clears throat> well, I think, you know what, though, the this is like a really good revolving conversation. I think it's one that I find that I come back to pretty regularly when talking to people in, in terms of like MMOs or just games in general, but especially MMOs, because like, what's your end game? Well, mm-hmm. when we think about stuff like pay to win, especially this is like one of these, these are like two pillars that always I find myself coming back to in conversations because I think that they're very well tied together or tethered together, however you want to put that. Because for one person, if their end game is collecting pets, right? <clears throat> and huh. mounts or, hey, it is for some people, they love to log in. Like World of Warcraft has got a great. Yeah, oh, my God. You've seen that. Oh, God. Yeah. Streams yeah. Where, like they're doing like mound contests and it yeah. lasts five hours. Mm-hmm. Of yeah. Just- yeah. Yeah, circle jerk of mounts like Jesus Christ. <laughs> awesome. Like it's a popular thing. <laughs> Look, but <laughs> some people it's it's fashion. Some people it's uh, crafting. For some people it's just making money, right? Mount yep. collecting, uh, pet collecting, mm-hmm. uh, uh, titles, achievements. Like it depends on what's your end game. So depending on your right. end game, that's why when people say, "Oh, this isn't pay to win; it's pay to convenience," and this is like fair enough. Look. There's going to be people that don't agree with me on this, okay? But my perspective on pay to win is any if you can pay for anything that's going to give you an advantage in any of the domains it's considered in game to somebody, then it's pay to win. If it's getting like through to max level quicker and you can get an XP scroll, that's pay to win to me. If you can get uh if you can mm-hmm. buy a mount versus it being available, right? If you can buy it and it's available, right? But somebody can buy it first, then that's pay to win because you can get there quicker. Mm, or alternatively, I, 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 it's a different perspective. Wait, I want to talk to you. Go, go. <laughs> uh, what's it called? My, my personal opinion on this is it depends on what the game it is, uh, what, what type of payment system they're, they're mm. offering. If it's a free to play game and uh, what's it called? You don't need to pay a subscription. I think like buying into these things is okay. Mm-hmm. But if it's a subscription based, I expect if I pay you being on equal footing ground on everybody's terms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but a form of pay to win, pay to convenience, whatever, could also be the referral system. Everybody is hawking at everybody. Hey, use my code and you get... You know, da 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 da, and I get this percentage for whatever you buy. You know, that could also be a form of mm. pay to convenience, pay to win to some people as well. That's basically reverse pay to win. Like you're like not paying to get stuff in game. You're getting people in game, and you're winning at life because of all right. the money it gives right. you. If you're like yeah. lazy peon, and like you end up making, you end up being able to retire out of all those referrals. <laughs> like, geez. Yeah. God, I want to be lazy peon. <laughs> but also this. Uh, this uh, thing is about, um, I forgot what I was going to say. So like it creates content too. So say someone is uh, gathering all these mounts, gathering all these costumes or gathering whatever they gather. Mm-hmm. It creates community content too. So they, they can say, hey guys, come join me for this race. Hey guys, let's put together this costume contest for such and such day. You know, it, mm-hmm. it creates community content as well. And it, go, it ties back into the fact of, you know, content being stale or, or the game becoming stale the community can create their own content through those uh, uh, avenues okay he, he, here's an idea i'm okay with it if, if you're able to buy these mounts however 
you all, you have to make a huge category that is exclusive and it's very hard to get and you cannot buy it. That needs to be earned by effort rather than just paying through it. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I feel I that you should you should at least consider the people who are hardcore want to earn things uh in the game and appreciate so, the people as well. What about the uh for example when we were playing APOC and they would give mm -hmm. away codes to uh people like that's kind of like hey what if you're a collector and you're you're having you know ocd over this oh. i need that mount you know why can't yeah. i get that mount it's uh. only a code you know so again like you said there's got to be uh, a list of what's exclusive and what you can earn what, and yeah, what you can buy common. yeah yeah and i feel like a good way uh to avoid like pay to win in terms of when, when it comes to like cosmetic things, um, there are a few games that do it well. And yeah, Elder Scrolls Online is one of them when it comes to motifs. Um, you can get like really cool motifs in you, if you do the content that mm -hmm. is like it's specifically hard content that you need to coordinate a group to right. do it with. Uh, and after a while, it becomes Cash off. available in the crown store. Yeah. And that is fine by me because I know. I know now, like I. By the way, I've been paid to say this. Steven oh, I knew is it. My friend. So. Oh really? <laughs> He's like, oh, dude. This is this is why you're not gonna have any friends to play with. But see, <laughs> this is why. Like he's talking about going, getting content, uh, getting motifs and raids, but he doesn't have any friends. <laughs> That's why you don't have people to fill that eight-man dungeon, huh, Pacha? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, there is like a Sunspire, the Sunspire motif that I really, that I really enjoyed in ESO. I thought it looked really cool, and I just didn't have a group to actually do the Sunspire trial with. So I waited for it to be on the Crown Store, and I got it then. And I didn't feel like I was cheated because it's not like they removed it from the game. I got to get it. With a mm -hmm. lot of crowns because their cosmetic store is crazy, bonkers, expensive. But at the same time, if you want it, pay for it. Like, uh -huh. because if you want it and you don't want to pay for it, do the trial, do the content, and you're going to get it. So, like, I actually I'm get the fine. same thing. Yeah, Steve. Like, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm absolutely <laughs> fine with this. Steve. What I'm not okay with is when like they release both at the same time and people can just pay for it. <laughs> We've got Steven in chat. He said, I'm yes, just trying yeah. to understand. He said, he said, yes, you have done well, yeah. my child. <laughs> hey, who? What? My child. <laughs> what up, Steven? What did you do? <laughs> oh, my God. No, no, I don't understand. And this is how you really derail the show. <laughs> so i in terms of like having cosmetics available and sort of all that extra stuff available i mm -hmm. actually like uh how guild wars 2 does it purely because you've got the interchange between the gems which are the uh microtransaction currency the store currency which you can convert into in-game money and yep. vice versa so if there is for example a a particular mount or a particular cosmetic that you really really want on the store but you don't want to pay real money for it you can farm up the in-game gold and you can just farm 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 until you ha have enough that you can convert that into the store currency and buy it like that i think that's uh there's a good benefit to that i for people who don't want to 
have to spend real world money. Like WoW's, WoW's gold, right? Like with WoW Gold, you know, they made it to where you could get the the token yeah. to pay for monthly subscription time. Like I thought, I thought that was actually a really good thing to actually add to the game. I mean, because the people that play like a lot could could get it through gold, mm-hmm. right? And you know, somebody who wanted to get gold and didn't have the time to go really work for it could essentially get a token and put it up on the the auction house, and people could could get it so yeah and i'm all for people spending their money spending their in-game gold whatever it is their currency on whatever they want to be happy in the game as long as it's not pay to win Mm -hmm. like like straight up (laughs) buy this weapon gives you such and such stats kind of thing I'm, I'm sorry, Mackie. It's fine. <laughs> just, just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this. <laughs> this is, I'm gonna read this. This is for anybody who listens to this on like Spotify and stuff later. <laughs> this is a reason you've got to be around when this is live. You don't get to see this otherwise. <laughs> Pacha said, "Have you guys noticed how the distance between the floor and Faisal diminishes as the stream gets longer? He's literally just laying it on the floor right now. Oh, I, 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 I literally sit on the floor. Wait." <laughs> <laughs> hey. Faisal will teach you how to become one with the floor. Uh, Man. Look, I, I, I was a floor gamer before PewDiePie ever existed. <laughs> He's like that one character in every anime who's oh, always man. asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It'll, it'll get to the point where literally we'll only just see Faisal's face. <laughs> just, we'll like that slowly get to where you just see his eyes peek in the peek in the camera. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Oh no. Uh, no. Oh, oh no. no. Awkward homie. Awkward. I'm just gonna say awkward. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Back on track. Let's let's get these other points. So I actually want to hit on one. This is one that was actually uh on the forum post I mentioned earlier. And there's actually two from Blur. Um, one was a separate post because we went, we kind of visited the forums to kind of gather some stuff and things for today. And I want to hit on these before we wind this down. One was Blur. He said, how do you find weekly turnaround on episodes versus the information coming out of Intrepid? Back when Sotor was in development, I did a podcast and there were good times and bad times with regard to the amount of information we had to play with, depending on what was coming out of the studio at the time. Here's my perspective, Okay. There was a point in time when I got hung up a little bit on whether or not we had a the same amount of information from Intrepid Studios every week. That's kind of ridiculous. At this point, I look at it like this. It it it's gonna be about the community. If you are you here to have a good time and to talk about things that are important to you? Are you here to have good conversations? Because then I feel like that's kind of that's kind of like supplemental to the conversations. Cause you could have conversations mm-hmm. about uh fun times in a game and it can all relate back to like one bullet point but you can have a conversation between people that can last half an hour on one one thing one bullet point we've done it here multiple times so mm-hmm. i feel like it helps but i don't think that it necessarily hinders a show because of that reason um the other point because that was specifically for for me this is going to be more for all of us here and there was a long post, and I'm only going to read this part because it's the main takeaway. So as we line up for Ashes of Creation and countdown towards the time until launch and guilds are formed and branches of existing guilds are fleshed out to welcome new members, I wonder how many of you are unknowingly embarking on a guild adventure that might last a decade or two in one way or another. 
I'd like to hope that some of you are because it's something that can profoundly change your life for the better. How many of you have kind of been contemplative about that and thought to yourself, like, you know, are you preparing for this game to be a long term <clears throat> commitment in terms of the community you're in or or not? Uh, I'm hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping it's going to be. Uh, I know that I joined the guild uh, early on, pretty early on. Uh, I founded an RP community and there's the, like we were looking at like um, having a lot of people from different guilds, like a lot of different guilds and different game join up under one banner and all these leaders would lead together. So I was looking for a guild for Ash's creation and we found it. I'm not going to name them, um, but basically it was a flop. The leader was Rip. it was horrible, like Rip. a big F. Mm -hmm. There's a big F like stamped on my head because of it. Like that was a, a total failure. That guild still exists, um, but it just didn't work for me or anybody in my community because there was mm -hmm. a lot of toxicity around that specific guild mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. its leader. And I'm hoping that people are going to join a guild and that they're going to have fun. And even if the game isn't out, you know, there are so many games out there right now that you can find a group of like six to seven people, maybe less, maybe two or three. Uh, that you can play games together until Ashes comes out. There is a part of me that believes that happens for a lot of people, and a part of me that believes profoundly that 80% of the guilds that are currently that currently exist for Ashes creation will die before the launch of the game. A lot of people, a lot of people found <laughs> like they found guilds because they're like, oh my God, this is gonna be amazing. And then the leader maybe finds another game that he really loves, or he goes back to an old game that he really that he or she or they really love. And basically they leave their guild behind. It's just a thing that happens. You find stuff to do while you wait for Ash yeah. to come out. And I feel like that's what's happening. That that that's what might happen with Ash's creation. I hope not, but I believe that's what's happening and might happen. I'm going to change that not 80 number to 50. <laughs> I, okay. I agree with everything else. 80. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of right where you are, Pacha. I um, I had the same beginning. I had I thought I found the right guild for me in the very beginning, but then it fell off for reasons. And now my guild leader is uh, over there with the bald head. What up? <laughs> Except on, on my there in the stream. Hi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, over there. I'm being forced yeah, to be here. Please, someone help. Oh, Don't no you lie, Mackie. Don't, Don't you lie. <laughs> Look at this hair. <laughs> I'm losing my hair. Oh man, this is how I became bald. Everybody is this kind of stuff. Yeah. Anyway. No, but uh, find find a group of people who are insane like you, and uh, just go with it. No, I mean, we're all insane in some way. And as you said, Maggie, it's about finding the right kind of insane for you. Sim is like bad Dude, you insane. Have, and, you have no idea. Love are, are you on his <laughs> PvP streams? <'Cause, laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm not that crazy. Come on, man. <laughs> like, I, They're valid I, points. I tried, okay, so when ESO had their their group PvP, uh, you could queue together. I went in with him a few times. <laughs> And he's like, F and heal me! F and heal me! I'm like, you're way over there! <laughs> I've, watched, so, uh, I've, I've watched him quite, quite a lot. And I can confirm he's quite aggressive. 
Yeah, and I'm in the back like, dude, I'm dying over here. Like, you girl, I've been dead for 15 minutes. <laughs> he's, he's a little, little intense. I thought I was intense in PvP. No, this man. But I wasn't mean. No. To you, at least. <laughs> what, what's the term you use? What? Call Pat? your teammates in what? What's that term? Oh my god, dude. No, we're not doing what? this here, dude. No. Weedles. That's it. <laughs> Get the weedles in. Yes. Yes. Man. Weedles, man. Weedles. They should be capping the point with me. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag weedles. <laughs> there is um, Magisto in chat that said, Me personally, I am waiting for alpha testing before finding a long term guild. I really want to get to know people and make a choice that will fit my playstyle slash time I'm allocating towards Ashes, etc. And I think it's an extremely valid point. Um, as much as I'm hoping for people that can find a community right now uh, for Ashes, it's so not necessary <laughs> to find a guild right away. And no. I do believe that... I do still believe that like a lot of people, even if they join guilds right now, if, even if the guild doesn't die before Ash the Creation comes out, when the game actually comes out, there's a good chance that some of these people will leave their guild because they're going to find a guild that is better suited for them because mm -hmm. they've never been in an MMO or an Ash of Creation specifically mm -hmm. with that guild because the game isn't out. Yeah. And when it's out, they're going to find a group of people as they're leveling up. And then this group of people are going to be like, hey, you want to create a guild? And since it's like World of Warcraft, one guild per character, then they're going to join with them. And a lot of these big guilds that really focus on numbers right now, I feel like they're going to suffer yeah. the most from it because oh, they don't have that oh, I know, I know community two feeling. I know two guilds already suffered. <laughs> exactly. And that's not even uh, what's it called? Like, I'm not going to name those guilds because that would just be... <laughs> It's just a rude, and they're gonna get me uh, swatted on stream. A mash, yeah. it's um, a mash of different personalities. That's exactly. All. So you don't know who mm -hmm. you're gonna mesh with until, like, <clears throat> you're in a PvP match with someone. They're yelling at you to heal them. You know. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Mackie. Stop making me look mad. It's some bullshit, dude. <laughs> you enjoy it too I mean, much, dude. I, I'm only fifty percent of the problem. The other other percent is uh, ESO's crappy uh, engine. Hey, to be fair, like that's like about all I go on about these days. I'm just like, oh god, <laughs> you rage, oh, dude. Update twenty five <laughs> ruined it, dude. That's not rage, man. That's like legit <laughs> frustration. Yeah, but at the same time, you see, like when you get people like that are super intense, like uh, Sim, for example, he's doing PvP. Doesn't it's so not a bad thing? I think I talked to you about, uh, guys about it on this past stream. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm pressing this button and still nothing's happening. What's going on? Yeah, like I think I told oh, you when I was like sorry. raiding in World of Warcraft, and I, I had this what are we where doing? like this guy uh, took this uh, mana potion during a fight in a Burning Crusade in a raid, and like our raid leader just screamed like, "I saw you!" when he took the <laughs> mana potion, and like he was super intense, but like it's so much fun. You get good memories from it, but it's sometimes like you get guild leaders oh, that I are mean, conniving and yeah. backstabbing, and that's just not good for anybody. <laughs> and I believe like a lot of people are going to go through are, are going to go through those kind of like steps and mourning period after leaving a guild. Right, and it's just going to suck for a lot of people. Uh -huh. 
So I'm yeah. hoping I'd as as it's uh, typed in the question, I'd like to hope that some of you are because it's something that can profoundly change your life for the better. Absolutely. Do I believe it's going to happen for the majority? Absolutely not. And it's not a bad yeah. thing because you're gonna you're gonna find that group once the game comes out. I mean, mm -hmm. that's what I believe for myself. I decided not to join a guild until the game comes out. I don't yeah. even know on which server I'm going to be. I'm wrong with that. That's, that's the point. Yep. That's true. The, the way I see it is that until you reach max level, there's really not much benefit in joining a guild. I I'll, I can only speak for myself here, but I will have like my small group of friends who probably come to the game with me and we'll play together as we level up. But then it won't be until we reach max level and are looking to do uh this end game content i.e the sieges and the and the raids mm -hmm. where we'll need to form a proper guild there's no need to before then i don't think so mm -hmm. and, i just i'd rather prefer to, i'd rather play with just my own little group of friends than a big guild personally mm -hmm. like it doesn't have to be necessarily a huge guild it can be a yeah like your friend of Eight people, like which Pacha doesn't have, you know. Ah. You can, you can oh. form, form your own little guild. He shifted. See that he shifted. Traverse, traverse Vera <laughs> together. I've, I think, uh, the most memorable guild experiences I've ever had was when I was in DC Universe and in Terra, where I started off with a group of just ten people, ten friends that we just found each other randomly in the world, and we formed a guild and we did everything together. Then it, you know, you grow from there, but you still have that base of trust. Um, those are the most memorable times I've ever had in an MMO mm -hmm. was with that close-knit group. And obviously life happens, so people will fall off, but eventually they'll come mm -hmm. back like a year later or something. Yeah. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it can go both ways. You can have fun in a really, really big guild, and you can also get lost in a really small guild because you'll feel out of place or you don't mesh with people. Yeah, and also mm -hmm. shout out to whoever the anonymous person was that gifted that uh, sub to Steven. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. You know... I think this all kind of goes back to to a matter of like a lot of people when they when this is something I've talked about for a long time, and that's a lot of people. I think you have to really you know gauge your expectations for an MMO in general, and that can also apply to like a guild or communities and this expectation of like what that's supposed to bring you. And I think a lot of times, like you know, when people go into a new MMO. I think there's like a large part of, you know, the initial player base that stops playing. And I think a large part of the reason they stop because they already had this idea of what they they thought it was going to be, even though that isn't necessarily what was being presented. And so then they mm -hmm. go in and they're like, oh, it's this game's crap. It's no good. They, you know, bash on it because it's not what they wanted. But then they go to the next one, the next one, the next one, the next one, the next one. And that's like. The trend of their problem right but then i think it's important if you you know with ashes or any game or even your community and guild like look at what's actually presented as what you're gonna get what they're saying it's about and and really only base your decisions like around that and same for the game because if you have an idea that for example the the big dps meter rant that people are having right like look it's not gonna be in the game send a story right deal with it or don't or don't I and mean, it's as simple as that you're either you know but this idea of like the game is no good because of that i mean that's subjective it's very subjective mm -hmm. so um and missed i'll, I'll be your chat. friend you can you can you can join my yeah, I uh i appreciate that my you're, raid you're party. gonna be on na though i'm gonna you be run on your EU, so. mackie runs i'll go join of. eu every now and then 
ディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディディ
Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's just a lie because he's not using NordVPN. There he goes. <laughs> <laughs> Where's his code? Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? We got to wind this one down. But also, I was going to touch on some lore points, but we're just going to save that for the next show. We're going to shift gears for the next one and kind of dig into where we left off when we were having our discussion about Sanctus. And (laughs) 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 chat, that's that's good. That's good. They type in chat. Where's your code for VPN? He said, "Code some more beer." No, (laughs) look, we're gonna we're gonna discuss some of the plans of the Pantheon next time, or at least what we can deduce from what's out there, lore wise. Mm -hmm. So that'll be our next discussion. I'm going to have an announcement for the next show. Something cool I'm looking at integrating. Not going to talk about it yet, but I will definitely talk about it more then. Um, again, big, big shout out to uh, our new patron sub- uh, subscriber today or today or yesterday. Sometime in the past 24 hours since I last checked email. Uh, <laughs> but really appreciate that, buddy, Robert. And uh, let's go ahead and do a quick shout out here for everybody. We'll start with Faisal and, and work our way around. You can watch me on Twitch. Uh, hop on anytime when I'm online and, and stay tuned. <laughs> he is not a <laughs> oh my God. He's just laying down. Look at that. Someone clip that shit, please. Please. I beg of you. <laughs> I want it to be and just Mackie. my face. <laughs> <laughs> Mackie. Wait. Uh, Macanoji, you can catch me on YouTube, Discord, forums. Yeah, same name. And Pacha, for me, you can find me on Discord. It's uh, it's uh, Pasha on the uh, Ashes Creation Discord. You can find me there, or on Sims Discord. I'm also there. You can find me on Twitter at TV Pacha, or you can find me on Mixer.com/slash/PachaTV. Uh, yeah, you can find me there. I stream uh, every Sunday from noon to four Eastern, and I might be changing the. Uh, the, uh, the the schedule. So you see, there's a problem, Cheryl's, is that when you shout, or shout me out, I really appreciate it, but that shouts me out for Twitch. And <laughs> Twitch is our biggest competitor. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So you can find me, uh, you can find me on Mixer.com slash TV. Thank you. And Wandering Mist. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, how, how do I even follow that? I can't, can't compete with that. I'm dumb. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on my YouTube channel, uh, Wandering Mist. Uh, I've also just started streaming. Uh, you can find me on Twitch, because Twitch is the best, uh, at Wandering Mist Gaming. Uh, I'm also active on the Ashes Official Discord and the Ashes Official Forums. Oh, with the same tag, Wandering Mist. Oh, dear. Man, all I gotta say is uh, what a what a great stream and uh, yeah, my uh, treasure trolls. I appreciate all of you for being here today. And <laughs> I thought we were the Pathfinder Society. Oh no, yeah, that's right. I, I I think I'd rather go with treasure trolls, but <laughs> Pathfinder Society it is. That's fine. <laughs> but a uh, big shout out to everybody that's been hanging out here, contributed your questions, whether via the forums, the Discord. The live stream is uh, as we kind of like gear up for these each week um, or here while we're live on the show or on YouTube. Uh, thanks for all the support. And uh, thanks to all of you for being here as well. All of you Pathfinders here. 
And until next week, everybody, we will catch you on streams or all of our stuff and things. Have a great week. Good night. Good night, everyone. Good night.